0: This is 100 Days of Dante, a podcast journey through Dante's divine comedy, one canto at a time. Join us online at 100daysofdante.com. Let's read together. I'm guessing that the final lines of Canto 21 uh, propelled your eyebrows to the ceiling. Off the devil set along the left-hand bank. But first, each pressed his tongue between his teeth to blow a signal to their leader. And he had made a trumpet of his asshole. Why does Dante give us a farting devil? In this canto about sinners punished for graft, for taking bribes and kickbacks, we end with the lowest of the low, bathroom humor. Why? To answer that question and understand what's going on in Canto 21, we need to go back to its opening lines. Thus from one bridge to the next we came until we reached its highest point. Speaking of things, my comedy does not care to sing. But to understand Dante's reference to his poem and its actual title, the comedy, La Commedia, we have to go back a little further to the end of the previous canto, when Virgil speaks of my lofty tragedy. Cantos 20 and 21 work as a pair. Virgil dominates canto 20, speaking more lines in it than in any other in the Inferno, as he tells of the tragic fates of the soothsayers and refers to his poem, the Aeneid, my lofty tragedy. The tragedian Virgil's canto is full of weeping, and as tragedy was traditionally reputed to be the noblest, highest form of poetry, its tone is strangely dignified and restrained with silent soothsayers who move at a slow pace. Dante asks if there are any worthy here of my notice, for my thought keeps going back to them alone. He alludes to the pagan philosopher Aristotle's teaching that the tragic hero must be someone of great eminence. Tragedy, teaches Aristotle, is the genre about and written by nobler, higher souls. There is nothing high and noble about Canto 21, even from the dirty and sticky epic simile or long simile by which Dante starts describing the damned. The grafters are burning in a hot pitch, like that which the Venetians use to repair their ships. The simile also stresses activity. One rebuilds his ship, while still another plugs the seams of his. One hammers at the stem, another at the stern. This one makes the oars, that one twists the ropes for rigging. Another patches jib and mainsail. There's movement and energy as there is in the canto. Dante, the pilgrim first, fixedly stares at the pitch. But no, this is a malabolgia, a section in hell in which one has to be on one's toes. Guarda, guarda, the usually calm Virgil cries. Look out, look out. There are devils all over the place, running around, being loud, sticking their claws into sinners. And having fun. These are devils from a Halloween party, black from head to toe, grinning, smirking, making blasphemous jokes, their leader waving his bill hook obscenely. In fact, these are devils from medieval comedy, such as you would see an actor dressed up as in a play or a popular festival. So, in contrast to the pagan Virgil's lofty tragedy. The Christian Dante offers us a comedy, despite that genre's lesser reputation. Dante overloads this canto and the whole episode with the devils and grafters with the conventions of comedy. The devils have ridiculous names, translating to scratchy dog and swine face, love-knot, and curly-beard. The pilgrim responds to their threats with humorously exaggerated fear, as if he were Lou Costello of Who's on First, What's on Second fame, meeting Frankenstein's monster in a black-and-white movie. But the stoic Virgil is too fearless, too confident in his own rectitude and authority. He asks Malakota, evil tale, for directions to the next ditch of hell. He's the out-of-towner in a three-piece suit in a rough neighborhood, asking how to get back to the interstate. Of course the devil gives him bad directions. In a comedy, the guy who takes himself seriously has to take a pie to the face. So Virgil is tricked by the devils, but then they are tricked by one of the sinners, as if we're watching a comedy about con men, the Sting or Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. There follows Slapstick a la The Three Stooges as the devils smack each other around and fall in the burning pitch. We then end with the Pilgrim and Virgil running away from the devils. A chase scene, not quite as involved as in The Blues Brothers or another Hollywood comedy, but always fun. So Dante identifies himself as a comedian, even to the point of having a farting devil. We're then left with a question that goes beyond the scope of Canto 21 and the episode with the devils and crafters. Why is the sacred poem to which heaven and earth have given a hand, as Dante will write in Paradiso 25, called La Comedia. Well, we need a hundred cantos to answer that question. But here are two quick thoughts with which to conclude. One pretty obvious, the other less so. First, the poem begins in a dark wood and ends with the face of God. We go from misery to happiness. We will end with a smiley face as is proper to comedy. Christ promises a happy ending to his people. But more complexly, the poem is a mix of the damned, the redeemed who are suffering, and the redeemed who are joyous. A mix of Florentine contemporaries, famous historical figures, and characters from Greek mythology a mix of theology, ethics, metaphysics, literary theory, political theory, even astronomy and biology, a mix of the high and the low. There's an old distinction between tragedy and comedy, which identifies the former as pure and the latter as impure, comedy a mix of things. You can add a song and dance number to a romantic comedy, but not to Oedipus the king. My eyeballs are bleeding and my daughter is my sister. No, 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 that song doesn't work. But comedy works well with subplots and digressions and the placing together of incongruous things, such as philosophic discourses and bathroom jokes, heaven and earth, the word and its being made flesh. In identifying himself as a comedian, maybe Dante indicates that he seeks to bring together everything that is true, to see it all, and thus picture, as he writes at the beginning of Paradiso, how the glory of him who moves all things pervades the universe and shines in one part more and in another less. Thank you for reading Dante's Divine Comedy with us. Continue the journey at 100daysofdante.com. 100 Days of Dante is brought to you by the Baylor University Honors College with support from the Tory Honors College at Biola University, the Templeton Honors College at Eastern University, the University of Dallas, Whitworth University, and Gonzaga University in Florence.